Welcome back to One in the Week. How, oh. the, how the bloody hell are we, team? Did you enjoy that little that little intro I did there, Dylan? Mm, it was a bit long for me. A little bit long? Oh! You know, I like things short and to the point. That is what your girlfriend tells me. Um, today's a bit of a special episode in a, in a couple of ways. Um, <laughs> special because we've actually got a special wine. Uh, I suppose you could call it some sort of sponsorship, could you there, Dylan? Uh, no, I don't think you could call it that. No? Well... When we had to, I had to I, buy it. Oh, I thought they just gave it to you because you told them that you did a wine podcast. No, 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 no. I, 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 I bought it. I said, I do a wine podcast. Can you can you give me a wine for free? And they said, uh, no, that'll be an extra 30% on top. Oh, okay. Um, well, we yeah. might, we'll hit them up on Instagram about that anyway. Uh, but it's, it's not only special in the way that we've got a special wine on the podcast. Uh, we're actually missing a valuable part of the team. Who? Um... Uh, no. uh, well, Mojo's Mo- over there. No, Mojo's over there. It's Alistair. You might. I thought been... you said a special part of the team. Well, a part of the team anyway. Alistair's I thought you said here. a part of the team. Uh, Alistair isn't here. Is is what it is. Is he? Oh, I, I didn't even, oh, yeah, no, I didn't exactly. realize. No, it's hard. I know. He's, he's, he's not in he's that chair. He's into the background. Yeah, he doesn't normally add much to the podcast anyway. Uh, he's so who is in... this guy again? Alistair. He's our producer. Alistair he sits in, between, sits in between the two of us. Uh, not ringing any Does bells. bells. Not ringing any sort bells. Half, Maybe half British looking dude. A little bit bit of a like scruffy beard going on. Um, oh, was it the football guy? Big night. Yeah, he likes football. No, yeah. I don't know him. No. No? No, that's no. right. No, it's, he's, he doesn't do much. Anyway, um, he's been up in Tauranga this week. Uh, visiting his fam bam up there. Uh, things had a good time. Well, I think we'll try and check in with him a little bit later, but you know, it feels a little empty without without his input here, doesn't it? Well, I mean, I think I think nothing's changed because I don't you're know actually, who you're talking you're about. You're enjoying the dynamic even more now that it's just the two I know, it's just more intimate. We're both naked here. Well, there's no one to keep us on track. Uh, and that actually... <laughs> oh, should we set a timer? Yeah, I was, I was just going to... Fucking... Without Alistair here, we, we didn't have a timer going. Actually, you know what? There's a bit of freedom because... Um, because when I talk too long on things, he just usually looks at me and like rolls his fingers around like a like a hurry it up, and I'm like, and it, really, it really fucks me off. It, it puts you off, doesn't it? It fucks me off when he All does All right, that. welcome to one of the week episode five. <laughs> Sorry, mate, I we, love you. We bitch on Alistair for an hour. That's what this episode is about. He's not here. He can't do anything about it. Um, he's not going to hear it until it's released. So. No, anyway, uh, what wine are we drinking this week, mate? What so, um, I got back from a holiday in central Otago, Queenstown, Wanaka area, and actually went to an actual winery. Ooh, did a couple of tastings of some wines. Oh my. What sort of wines did you taste down there, mate? Um, since you're a yeah. Mainly grape ones. Grape ones? Yeah, they seem, they do tend to I think 100% ones. grape ones, yeah. Well, see, you're trying to be a dick here, but there are actually other types of wine. You've got rice wine, that's sake, Japanese wine. Yeah, I know. I tasted... Um, I t- okay. You ever had sake before? Man, that, that gets no, you, I actually went. That gets you I went into up. a wine shop and like a real flash wine shop in Arrowtown. Yeah, a blueberry wine and shit. Wow. In Arrowtown, and there was like a there was like a hundred fifty dollar bottle of sake in there. Yeah, no, you know. I mean, you, you can buy it for like fifteen dollars from the from the bottle. It was a massive bottle, but it like still gets you fucked up. Premium. It was like the only one they had. It was like under a shining light on like a velvet. When pillow. my when my dad was living in Adelaide, he used to go to this um, he used to go to this strip club. No, oh, maybe uh, this takeaway. Um, and he said that like you'd order sake for the table, and they'd bring it out in like a carafe type thing. Um, but he like he became mates with a couple of the servers. And like went back into the kitchen with them a few times, and they literally had like a hundred gallon oil drum of sake oh, with like a God. hand pump on it. And they just fill the bottles up out of that, and so like 
I don't, I don't know if they keep going there after that. They snap for you though, isn't it? There's no, I suppose for you. it's just like a keg, isn't it? Really? <laughs> it's a bit bigger at the end of the it's, day. They just they just hosed out an actual oil drum. Tastes a little bit oily, but yeah, what can you do about it? You know? what, yeah, so what can you do? We have um, so I went to Carrick Winery in Bannockburn. Carrick, that's an Irish thing, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. I think it is. Okay, cool. Uh, so this is a Pinot Gris from Central Otago, 2018. Beautiful, great year. Great year. A lot of our wines have been 2018 ones, haven't they? Yeah, it's like it's two years is really like a standard aging. You know, it's cheap wines. Sort of oh, no, this, is one, this one's all right. Ooh, okay. Um, so, Carrick, a name closely identified with the Bannockburn region, is is represented by the Carrick Bend Knot. The knot depicts the tying of the Central Otago Terrier to our Excuse meticulous me? viticultural winemaking practices, the resulting... Otago what? What is that? Uh, I can't ter- see. Ter- terroir? Terroir? It's in, it's in... Oh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't know that word. Terrier. We'll just pretend it's, they're talking about a dog. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, Carrick Pinot Gris shows flavours of some fruit, including pears, nectarines, and red apples. I love it. A small portion of the wine is fermented in old French barriques, uh, providing structure and texture. There is a hint of natural sweetness, aiding to the balance and complexity. Thank you very much, Carrick. Wow. Um, so there's like that that knot there that they're referring to is the leg, uh, the logo on the label. I'm sure you see it when we chuck it up on the Instagram. Yeah. Um, um, and this is a 13.8% alcohol, volume 750 mils. So what, that'll be just over eight standard drinks then, would it? Does it say 8.2 standard, standard drinks. doggies! That's, that's, that's pretty, that's a mm-hmm. bit more than we usually have, isn't it? Isn't it usually seven? Seven or eight is normally the max. Yeah. So that's, that's an impressive wine. I'm, I'm excited to try this. Oh, sorry, approximately... Uh, approximately 8.2 standards. Approximately. Could be a little more, could be a little, a little less. less. Give, or, give or take about 8.2 standards. And it does standards. contain sulfites. Oh, fuck. I'm on a sulfite. You're sulfite free. Sulfite free diet. Um, well, no, anyway, well, let's crack into uh, it. Crack it. Let's, you you paid the money. Part. Okay, thank you. Oh. That wasn't a great one, was no, it? No, I think maybe I'll do the cracking in the future. But, yeah. No, it was it was no, it was the look, label. Mate, it's okay. We'll talk about this. Trust me, a fucking wine. <laughs> we'll talk about. I this did a good our, crack last week. In our week. weekly debrief, this will come up in the minutes. <laughs> Don't you worry. And here we go. First pour first of the pour, uh, pour. Carrick Pinot Gris. Wacker in there. Oh, that sounds gorgeous. Thanks, mate. Is that enough for you? Yeah, that's more than enough. Thanks. Oh, that, yeah. I should put that little line on there, and one for me too. And we're actually sharing a bottle this week. We usually have one each, but um, we thought we'd tone it down a little bit because it is it is currently one pm. One pm on probably a, the on earliest Thursday, <laughs> the earliest record we've ever done. Yeah, and uh, Dylan, Dylan might have to work later on, so you know we'll bloody we'll see how this goes. Um, all right, well, cheers, mate. Have a little, a little cheers. Oh, good tank and first sip. Oh, what's your aromas you're getting there on the nasal palate? It's very flowery. Um, there's a beautiful like bouquet of. Uh, Definitely summer fruits. Did it say peach on the bottle or apricot? Nectarines. Nectarines. It said nectarines. I'm definitely, I'm feeling Pears, apricot. nectarines and red apples. Yeah, I, I could, I, yeah. Did you get the nectarine in there maybe? Nectarine perhaps. I thought apricot, but um, well, pretty no, much the same fruit wrong. really, aren't they? Well, essentially the same fruit at the end of the day. Alistair, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's about usually what he adds. Yeah, he's... Yeah. <laughs> Alright, let's, okay. let's get this down the gullet. That's really nice. 
It's smooth, isn't it? It's smooth. It's got a tangy aftertaste on the like back yeah. of the palate going down. But really smooth going in. That's, that's yeah, that's like nice. the smoothest I've had going in. Because sometimes you get the first sip and it's like, oh, really I wasn't ready hard, for that. Really bitter. And you're like, but yeah. this is this comes on soft and then like starts attacking stronger once it's once you've held it in the. Hey, what? Sorry, it comes on. Comes on strong. <laughs> just comes on. Just like bloody you, mate. You're oh, you fucking oh, right. right. Mm. That's quite lovely. Mm. Like drinking a drop of sunshine. I would wow. say. Wow, that's. That's like sitting in a room with you is like uh, playing with a drop of sunshine. That's fantastic. Let's uh, we'll, we'll pause for a moment. I'll create a drop of sunshine sting to put in there. Drop of sunshine. Beautiful. I that think was, that could be a new segment. That was the drop of sunshine segment. Drop of sunshine sting segment. Uh, let's <laughs> let's get on with it, mate. What have you been up to this week? Oh, well, like I said, um, I had been down in Queenstown in Wanaka. Yes, um, for a wee holiday. not too far off from your your home region of the Marlboroughs, is it? Well, um, famous wine a couple of inaccuracies there in your uh, geography there, mate. I mean, yes, I was in the South Island, Correct. the island to the south of the North Island, yes. which is the island to the, the north of island. the South Island. Yeah, yeah, the, the secondary island. Well, the North Island is, yeah. No, 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 that's the, the South Island, I think. Well, why do they call the South Island the mainland? Oh, I don't think they do. Oh, I think they do. I think maybe the South Island is called the mainland, or perhaps people from Stewart Island call it the mainland. Uh, but the North Island, uh, although it has less surface area, is by far the... I don't the, think the people from island. Stuart Island are aware of that there's two other islands. Two above <laughs> they've, they've never been off. They can't see any other this islands. Is the, that's the world to them. They've, just, they've got Kiwis, and they've got Great Whites, and that's it. It's like therapy dragons on the edge of the map. They haven't, they haven't ventured further. Um, yeah, no, I had a lovely time down there with my entire family. Um, uh, pa, brother nephew sister-in-law what's your nephew's partner. name uh i don't really i don't really want to give away the identity of a one-year-old on the podcast bowden barrett is his name actual bowden barrett bowden barrett actual is his name. you're a big rugby family you got ricky riccatelli in there you got bowden barrett she's you got liam squire uh, i don't know who that is but you got he's a rugby player joe rocafoco is he in there Slightly, he's not. If you looked at him, you probably he's probably not part of our family. No. What about Jared Collins? I think I saw him at your last family gathering. Didn't uh, I? That must have been a while ago. Well, I saw him driving there anyway. Uh, it was a real good time. Did went up, did the Lugin. Oh, lovely wine. <laughs> Beautiful wine, mate. It crashes into the pellet, doesn't it? Um, what else did you get up to down south, mate? Did Lujing. I just said I went up the gondola. I bloody. Well, we've we've been down the Rotorua before, haven't we? Yeah, we did. Uh, the old skyline again. I think it's still skyline in the South Island, isn't it? It's the same company. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, it might be. How does the Luge compare? I mean, we didn't get to go on the super speedy track when we were at the mm. um at the Rotorua. There was only uh, the scenic track. It was still fun. We still fucking honed it down we there. Did. There were so many kids and so many so many tourist families on there, and Dylan and I sped <laughs> down probably going about five times the speed of everyone else. I think we bombed it track. down like as fast as we could on like our last run and. There was we sped past that this kid. Oh, that and, poor girl! And, like, like we we like we like six times the speed past her, and she just like burst into tears. It was almost <laughs> let go because the way you stop a luge is to just like let go, and it slams on the brakes. Yeah. <laughs> she, she just let go and started crying, and I think the mother tried to catch us, but she just didn't have the body mass of you know, no. to, to be able to catch up. Um, um, so to compare the luge, mm, um, so mm, in mm. I think the Queenstown one is older. Okay. 
the gondolas to get up there are definitely much smaller, and there's only two luge tracks compared to three in Rotorua. Okay, so have you got like a beginner in advance down in Queensland? Yeah, or yeah, you no do. Intermediate. It's either like go hard or go. I may. I think it's mainly more just like beginner. Oh, it's just like family and then intermediate. There's no okay, like there's, advanced there's no one. There's no batshit track. Um, but it, uh, yeah, so they're quite a bit shorter. The ones in Queenstown, you don't go through like wooded, like foresty area areas. Like oh, down it's the all hill. open, is it? You're on the ski field essentially, eh? I mean, yeah, kind of. It's just like on the side of the hill. It doesn't. Yeah. It, it's they're way shorter mm. than the ones in Rotorua. Mm. Um, still fun. There's some really cool wee drops. Um, and big corners with big booms on them, but still, it's not. I would rate Rotorua um, yeah, a little bit higher. Luges, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm just because really the longer Rotorua. experience and is good. the scenery you go through is much cooler. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you said that because Skyline's actually a huge fan of the show. They're a massive sponsor, Skyline, Rotorua, and Queenstown. Um, massive fans, they, they love it, they listen every time, they comment on every Instagram post, they're real good fellas, uh, and they actually gave us a free ride last time we were at the Luge. So they did, actually. I think technically that counts as sponsorship. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, have us up there, we'd love to do the podcast, we and the gondola going up and, and the down, gondola going up, tasting we'd, wine. We'd, we'd get some sort of radio mics, perhaps, have, um, have Alistair follow behind, perhaps with a very long cord, uh, down on the Luge, and we can talk to each other through there. Uh, anyway, my week, mate, um, thanks for asking. Um, I've had a pretty pretty decent-ish week. I've had the most hours at work I have uh, post-COVID, which is good. So I'm actually wow. able to afford more than two-minute noodles, uh, which is fantastic. Why did you only give me a cheese toasty then? I don't like you. You could have given me more? I could have given you two cheese toasties. Yeah, I, can you do another one? No, no. I, I might, I might. We, we might add a cooking segment into the show, who knows. Um, no, it was a very good cheese toasty. though. Thank you, mate. I do make a good toasty. Um, no, yeah, I, I've, I've just been chilling. I, I wrote a screenplay this week for a pilot episode of a show that Dylan and I are actually pioneering. Um, created by Adam Herbert, developed by Dylan Hutton and Adam Herbert, written by Adam Herbert. Story. By, by Adam Dylan Herbert. Hutton. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, by Dylan Hutton and Adam Herbert. And, of course, produced by Alistair Etheridge. Um, since he is, really? he's the most financially stable of us three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah. Um, well, actually, let's. should we try and check in with Alistair and see how he's doing at the moment? See how his week's been? Last time we checked in what with him, he was parked up in uh, Tokoroa. Tokoroa. Having yeah. some sushi, but we think he might be on the road now. He's come back down from Tauranga. Tauranga. Let's just see it's see us. what we've got. We'll give him a buzz. See if, see he, picks if he picks up. up. Yeah. Um, Get his thoughts on maybe. Um, uh, I think the, he's the actually luges. he's drinking a bottle of wine on the way down. Oh, you good. Going to voicemail for oh. zero two two. I think he blocked me. Should we leave his number? We'll just eight, leave his number on. <laughs> no, no. We'll probably. Oh, we'll leave him a scathing voicemail. Hold on. What the fuck? fuck do you think you're doing, you little fucking We agreed to this. Fuck. You said that we would call you on the way down and that would be funny. You said it would I be all good. It. I'm that's ready it. to take Alistair, a call that's at it. any kind of you time. Are, you're out of the you're podcast. You're gone, buddy. You're not... Don't even come back down what, from we'll Tokoroa. We'll bring bloody Christian on for, to be the producer, okay? You stay in Tokoroa. You bloody go take a kid's bloody jungle gym or something, okay? I'm, okay I'm, I'm, I've had it with you. I've had it up to my eyeballs with you, Alistair. I'm steamed. I cannot believe you. All right? Talk when you get home. Love you. Wank it. Love you too. All right. I hope he well, hasn't um, crashed. I kind of hope he has. Because if he, he crashes and then he's like, and then, you know, he 
his in the family. hospital and they recover his phone. His it's family like, oh, I've got a, I've got a, a voicemail oh. from my good mate Adam. I open it up and it's just like that. <laughs> we just assault him. I think and he, he would dies. give up. On he life. loses the will to live. Yeah. Well, I think it would be quite ironic if he were to crash uh, during the recording of this podcast when we just talked about Jerry Collins not too long ago. Um, wouldn't that be some sort of like poetic justice, perhaps? Uh, you know, and uh, so thrust, Alistair would thrust upon me uh, for commenting on Jerry Collins' untimely death. So Al- Alistair would take the brunt of the universe. Well, as blame. we as we discussed last time, Alistair is my ward. Um, ah, so he so... he takes your punishments that are mistaken onto you. Yeah, from um, yeah, essentially from karma. Essentially, well, um, Alistair's week. I mean, I think he might be able to give us a little bit of an update later on. I think we just guess what he's been doing. I think he's been masturbating a lot. He's been playing a lot of uh, Mario Kart. If I had to sixty-four DS, uh, probably DS, eight, probably DS, uh, maybe oh. on the Dreamweaver. Who knows? I don't know. I don't really know him that the well. The Dreamcast, the Dream. Yeah, that's that's what I was talking about. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, moving on from our weeks, since Alistair isn't here to actually give any input, uh, what's been happening in the news? Oh, well, mate, Dilly? we've got a, we've got some good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, we've indeed. got a couple penis-related ones. Oh man, we, this podcast is just full of dick and full of cum. Alistair's not here to keep us in check. Uh, so you know what can what can your buddy do about that? Okay, so um, I'm going to jump in here with this first one that I found the other day. Um, <clears throat> here comes the headline. Um, I'll just say warning graphic content because that's in the um, trigger warning if you don't like penises. UK dad who lost his penis gets a new one on his arm in world first operation. I fucking love that. A dad in the UK who's lost his penis after a severe blood infection is now the first man in the world to have a new one built onto his arm. Surgeons gave Malcolm McDonald, 45, a newly rebuilt penis, but delays have meant he's had to live with it on his arm for four years. Four years. He's had a cock on his arm for well, four that, years. That sort of brings a whole new meaning to slipping a dig in the back of the movie theatre, doesn't it? You know, it's it's not just a dig anymore, oh. is it? You know, it's, 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 it's How much do you reckon it cost in New Zealand dollars? To, to have a penis inserted onto his arm. Yeah. Well, he's British, so the NHS would have taken care of it, wouldn't it? But, but oh, yeah, the, they did. The yeah, cost they of did. government. Yeah. Uh, I reckon that would have cost $250,000. New Zealand? Yeah. Way cheaper, mate. Way cheaper to get a cock. Oh, hold on. Are we, are we talking about the cost, like the actual cost, or the cost of like that was passed on to him? No, no. It was paid for by the NHS. And he had to pay a small sum, did he? Uh, well, do you enlighten me then, mate? How much does it cost to fucking get a McDonald, a mechanic, can't wait for his fifty thousand pound, oh no, ninety-eight thousand six hundred sixty-five dollar appendage. A mechanic. Imagine working on a car. You start it up. Sometimes you get your tie caught in the bloody fan on the front <laughs> yeah. of the engine. Imagine having your dick on your arm chopped off. That'd just be awful. I know, mate. Do they put the balls there as well? Or is he still got oh, testicles? He doesn't actually say about state? the testicles. I, I think he still has the testicles in the, in the usual place. I oh, know. Where? What do you mean the normal? Where are yours? <laughs> uh, just down lower. Um, what I really want to know is oh, have they have they hooked up that uh, that seminal testicle uh, to run all the way up his body and out of his arm? Like, is he able to get fully erect on? Uh, I don't Can think he ejaculate so. Out of I think it's just tissue. I don't think shape. there's any like. Uh, 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 veins in there, like pulmonary system, constantly flaccid. It's just there, getting getting minor blood flow, keep it alive. Do you want to hear what he has to say about it? I would love it. Of course, it is mad having a penis on your arm. Does Not even mean, I am used to it. But when mean you mad, think about it, it's actually amazing. Does it mean mad like like that was fucking mad, bro? That's that's mad. That was a mad jump you just did then, or mad as in like, like mad wow, scientist shit? Insane. <laughs> uh, that they can make me a new penis at all is incredible. But that they can build it on my arm is mind-blowing. 
It looks like something out of a weird sci-fi comic, but it's my chance at a normal life. I love it. Well, it's kind of poetic, isn't it? I imagine that they would have used stem cells to try and grow this penis, probably. Uh, and stem cells come from aborted fetuses, generally, uh, which penises are used to create. Do you want to... There's an infographic here saying how they did it. Do you want to learn? No. Mate, we might chuck it up on the Instagram. Number one. Surgeons oh, take an no. area of skin from his left arm. I don't know if we have time for this, mate. Okay, but okay. one more thing I want to um, say about this no. is... Um, uh, I think he... It says somewhere that he likes to get it out at the pub. <laughs> people ask me about it when they see me in the pub. And of course people make jokes. Um, but I think because <laughs> he has a big bulge like underneath his sleeve. But he gets it out in the pub and all the, they love it. <laughs> the ladies love it. That's great. No, good on him. Um, on the subject of whether or not that, 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 that arm penis can still ejaculate. Um, scientists have actually made a great breakthrough in the uh, in the area of sperm, uh, semen, sperm specifically, uh, the little gametes or gametes, uh, however you would, tomato, tomato, potato, uh, potato. Um, sperm. sperm. Sperm does sperm. not swim. Breaking news: sperm does not swim. Uh, sperm actually spirals. It corkscrews through the fluid, um, through the semen, yeah. if you would. Uh, instead of swimming, so like it's been fooling scientists for years, and they've recently discovered—I don't know if they invented some sort of like extra close-up horny horny microscope—but um, they've they've actually been able to realise that it's it's not a waggly tail; it's more of a spinny tail. It's a, um, it's a, yeah, corks through corkscrews through when it's swimming. That's, that's very cool. interesting. Well, imagine um, in Star Wars, uh, what is it, the Phantom Menace, when they go uh, into the Gungan underworld and they jump in that boat. You remember the George Lucas was ahead of his time, wasn't he? Was, he was, wasn't he? Because that doesn't have like a known a, a sperm flappy. connoisseur. It doesn't have a flappy a flappy end on it. It spins. It's a rotational end. So I feel like George Lucas has actually had this knowledge for years. ILM has, has they've been privy to this for quite a while, uh, and they just haven't they haven't released it yet. Maybe oh, Alistair just messaged our chat and said, "Did you just call? I got a voicemail, but don't feel the call." Oh, didn't. didn't feel a call. All right, we'll try to give him another buzz. We'll see what's going on. Um, <coughs> give him his thoughts. Reasons, Alistair. Oh, I want his, his thoughts on spam. On spam. All right. Trying to try list. Oh, it's going through. Okay. It's connecting. Hello. Alistair Etheridge. G'day, mate. How the bloody hell are you? G'day, mate. I'm fantastic. Yeah. How are you? I'm, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, we just tried to give you a call before, but I think you might have been out of service, maybe, so we went straight to voicemail. Um, don't, um, bother, don't bother checking the voicemail. There's nothing on there. Um, uh, I've, got a, I've got a question for you. It's a pretty big it's question. Dylan, by the way. Good to hear you, mate. Dylan here. Dylan actually forgot who you were at the start of this podcast. I'm still not sure who you are, but well, I'll just run with it. Anyway, we've got a question we really want to run by you, mate. Um, Alistair. Yeah. Thoughts on sperm? Yeah, sperm, like, sperm. like cum. Well, specifically uh, yeah. the the thing in the in the cum. Uh, I forgot to ask. I can't hear you very clearly. Did you say <laughs> sperm or spam? Uh, sperm. Sperm. Uh, it, uh, that's Sierra. Uh, pterodactyl. Um, Echo. Yeah. Uh, Roger. Uh, mango. Yeah. Sperm. Okay. Awesome. Thanks. That, that helps a You're a big fan of sperm. Well, we've got some. Yeah. We've got some. I've got some big news how, for you. How do you think uh, sperm navigates normally? Like, you know, what what does sperm do once it's, you know, when, when it's trying um, to get somewhere? If I'm not mistaken, it's got a sort of echo chamber. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, not no, not how it actually navigates. navigates. How, how does it how, how, it's how, how, Yeah, physically moves. We've just come up with some with some new knowledge. Science your, has had your a world is about to be rocked. Sit down. Are you sitting down? I hope you're sitting down because you're driving. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, sperm does not swim. It spins it's like a corkscrew. Spins. It spins around and propels oh. itself through the water like that. How interesting is that? Wow, that's very interesting. That is very interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, just corkscrewed like a duck penis, exactly. Another fact, sperm was discovered in 1677. Wow, that's quite a while ago. What were they doing before sperm? Um, how, did, how were their people? The stork. The stork brought everyone. What was that, Alistair? Alright, um, anyway, how's your week been, mate? We, we, we've, skipped, we've skipped our week and went straight on to news because you weren't here. How's how's Tata been? Excellent. Uh, Excellent. Excellent. Beautiful. He is a big fan of the podcast. Andrew is one of mine and Alistair's friends from high school. G'day, Alistair. Uh, g'day, Andrew. Hey, bloody doing? I know you're going to listen to this, mate. You're a beautiful man. I love your sushi. Uh, and I, I just love you. Um, all right, Alistair, have you got anything else to add, mate? Well, actually, we've got a question for you there. Uh, you were in Tokoroa just before, weren't you, mate? I was, yeah. You were in While you were in Tokoroa, did you see a playground? Um, I'm not sure I did. Well, that would no, be because it's been stolen. You're too right, you wouldn't have seen one. Somebody's nicked it. Somebody has nicked the entire playground. Uh, yeah, I mean literally. How, um, what's what's been gone, Dylan? You've got an more than fourteen thousand dollars worth of equipment was stolen and damaged at Lake Moana Nui's junior playground. The theft includes two swings, a, a spinning basket, and damage to spring-fixed goldfish seat, which was ripped from its foundations and thrown into a lake. The wooden ship structure and nearby equipment designed for older children was left untouched. So that's good. So. Yeah, well, perhaps it was some sort of criminal who has something against uh, younger children. Um, so I guess we can rule out the beast of Blenheim as being the culprit. Oh, actually, no, perhaps he's, he's stolen it and put it in his house. Alistair the terror of Tokoroa. Yeah. Do you think that uh, possibly the beast of Blenheim, uh, maybe uh, moving under their alias, the terror of Tokoroa, has, uh, is behind this, this heinous crime? It is very hey, actually, come to think of it, I don't think I've ever seen the Beast of Blenheim and Alistair in the same room. I haven't seen them in the same room either, actually. That's um. That's really interesting. It is really interesting. I think, yeah. Oh, we might have to come back to you on that, Alistair. Um, how's how's your bottle of wine going on the drive down? How's that going? Oh, it's alright. I'm about to start of the way through at the moment. All right, that's excellent. That is that is good. That's really helping my focus. I'm glad. Um, all right, well, well, we'll catch up with you in a moment, mate. We might we might give you another buzz back if we want to hear your, your beautiful dulcet tones again. Right, mate. Drive safe. Drive safe. See you, see you tonight. Bye. Fuck, I hate that guy. Who the fuck was that guy? That's, that's Alistair. Who was that him. guy? Alistair, he's a producer. You seriously not remember him? No. Oh, mate. Oh, well, anyway, I uh, just want to make it clear here on One in the Week, we absolutely do not advocate drinking and driving. Um, Alistair, or the Beast of Blenheim. Alistair is 100% sober. 
uh, and most likely not a convicted pedophile. Uh, moving on from that, uh, kind of kind of on the vein of sperm. We'll use that as a segue. Sperm, they spin, they don't swim. What else spins, Dylan Hutton? I mean, what else swims, Dylan Hutton? Uh, sharks at Kelly Tarleton's. Sharks at Kelly Tarleton's do Sorry, absolutely... I forgot what the last one was. <laughs> That's all right, it took you a moment. Uh, they do absolutely swim. Uh, and, and, and sharks, sharks do, you are correct. And uh, what does Kelly Tartans used to, uh, Kelly Tartans, what did they used to own, mate? They had a shark bus. A so bus I, I don't made, know. Out a made out of sharks. No, so it made out of sharks. No, it was made out of sharks, it just looked like a shark. It was, it was a big bus and it had a big shark on the top of it. It was on Trade Me. I think it was not, their not shuttle. There's a, there's, a, there's a good picture of it there for you, Adam. They can't see it. This well, I'm putting podcast. it right in front of the microphone. They, no, Are you no, sure they can't see it's it? It's an audio only. Uh, but audio. it's right in front of the microphone. No. We'll just be quiet. They might be able to see it. Okay. See, there you go. I hope you got a good look at that. <laughs> um, it's very cool. It's like a it's it's a shark hybrid van bus thing, and they sold it uh, to a, a lucky person for thirty one thousand five hundred dollars. Wow, what a steal! Only thirty one thousand five hundred. The two. 2005 Toyota Coaster bus. Uh, pretty good, mate. 82 bids. <laughs> From the stuff article, the trade me auction turned into a feeling frenzy. <laughs> That's fucking awful. Oh, dear. It's been sold to uh online insurance comparison website life direct life direct uh they must handle a lot of um shark, shark based health insurance, insurance claims. claims yeah probably so that's that's how they go and pick up the corpses it's actually like their main it's their main thing their main it? business yeah they, absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah oh nice um well i think that's uh that's pretty much it for news now isn't it mate yeah which brings us unless you to, want to say something um news wise no I think meet ashley bloomfield oh, a newborn baby oh. rhino in botswana oh that's 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 adorable i love it i love that because he's so horny is, is that what i don't get it new one uh time for an ad break mate we, we've got a bit of a, a good sponsor on the show um fuck Alistair's not here who's gonna do the music Oh no, we're just gonna have to do the ad in silence. Or do you want to do the music? Can no, do- I think I think we can change the format up and change the format a little bit. No music. We don't need it. No music. But we could do it as some sort of like infomercial, perhaps. I mean, that's usually what it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but like an infomercial without music is what I mean. Go ahead. All right. Um, let's just feel so strange without Alistair. Hold on, no, no. I'm gonna call Alistair. Back. No, we don't need him. No, I'm gonna. I'll do the music for you. I'm gonna get him to do music, music over the phone. Look, I don't know who this guy is. I don't think I can trust right, him. Okay. I'll do the right. music for you. All right. Okay. Between talking. Yeah. <coughs> hey there, and welcome to Better Wine Living. Are you always wondering what to do with your wine bottles after you're finished? Yes, I am. Are they they just laying about the house? Are you up to your eyeballs and green bottles? I can't breathe. I can't walk. Help me. Well, you might have a hoarding problem, my friend. And uh, we have a fantastic solution for hoarding and alcohol addiction. And I bet you would like to know what it is. Uh, Yeah, I think I would. Help the bottles. I've only got minutes to live. Well, uh, with our patented African bug, the the wino ito, 
Uh, from ordered, Botswana. From Botswana. Ordered straight to your door for only $1,690. Nice. You can, uh, you, can, you can have your very own wine bottle eating bug. But how does it work? Well, you've seen a Roomba, I imagine. No, I only see bottles. Well, a Roomba is like a little robot vacuum okay. that wanders around your house. And this bug is exactly like that. Approximately the size of a small house cat. This, uh, this bug lives entirely off silicon, which as we all know is the main component inside glass. Not only does he eat glass, but he excretes broken glass. Ah. Taking out all of that extra space that's inside your normal wine bottles. But what about air. my alcoholism? Well, I'll tell you what, mate. Tell me. Also bites you anytime you have a drink because he's got a big pair of pincers on the front. Ooh. So you quickly learn to not drink any alcohol. Available at all pharmacies nationwide. Yeah, so, um. And you're back on BBC Radio 1. Thanks for tuning in. That was a song uh, from a new band that we have. Uh, Coming up in the charts called Slammer Jam. Uh, coming up after this next break, we'll have more music from Slammer Jam. You're listening to Donnie and the Ape. What the fuck was that? I just wanted a little radio thing. Oh, okay. Oh, can I do a radio BBC thing? BBC radio. Can I do a radio thing Donnie as well and then? the Ape. I'll do a radio. I'll do, also do a radio thing as well then. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Triple J, mates. Uh, we're the Australian radio station that only plays the hippest music, like Jason Derulo and uh, Amy Shark. Tune in bloody uh, after this little... And talk- Guy Sebastian. Yeah, and Guy Sebastian. Tyler Minogue. Tune in after this, uh, this not little... Not Danny Minogue. This little, listen, mate. Okay, you're the producer. You're not meant to talk at all while I'm trying to do my Triple J presentation. We got Kylie coming up. I do love a bit of Kylie. She's murder on the dance floor, mate. Don't you go changing that dial. So you later, you listen to Triple J. Triple J. 93.7 FM Sydney. Right, I'm glad that I got to do that bit as well. I hope you enjoyed that. I've never actually listened to Triple J for our Australian listeners. Um, I just know that one of my favourite sketch comedy groups, Auntie Donna, likes to take the piss out of them quite a lot. What's wrong with a single J? Um, that's marijuana use, and that's currently prohibited by the law in New Zealand. Fingers crossed the referendum coming up next month. I can't wait to blow a fat fucking doob smoke cloud in Paula Bennett's face. Legally. Legally. She won't be able to do anything Legally. Apart from the fact that I will have entered her home. Uh, but other than that, no legal recourse. Um, Dylan Hutton, mate. How's your father? How's your father? Yeah, no, he's good. Is he? Spent the week with him. Did he? Did you? Yep. Oh, true, true. Of course, you can give me first-hand experience <coughs> of how your old bloody dad. Yeah. yeah. Saw his every, saw his every waking moment. Ooh. Had a lovely time. Yeah. Um, so as I said before, we went on the luge. I raced, I raced him on the luge. Did you? Win? Chopped him. Really? Yeah. Well, he's a bit heavier than you, isn't he? I thought that he would have gone downhill a little bit faster. Yeah, it's about skill. It's about finesse. Is it? And then the racing didn't stop there. We went out to Highlands Motorsport Park where uh, you, they've got a really cool... You, you raced him in deleting a couple of schooners at the bar. <laughs> 
Well, they came afterwards. Oh, we did not drink and drive. Uh, went on the on the uh, go kart track there, mm-hmm. like one of the coolest go kart tracks I've ever done. Would you rate it? Uh, can you list me your top ten go kart tracks? Uh, um, Pro Karts Nelson one number. Th- uh, Is that number one or number ten? I'm not I'm not done ten. No, all right, we'll leave it there then. Number three, that would be that. Number two, I think I've only. Oh, that was. Um, Pro Cuts Nelson when they added the extra corner. So the same That's... course again. Well, no, it's a different course. Wouldn't it have to be two extra corners. Because if, if it was two just one extra corner, you'd uh, you just be going off in a totally <laughs> opposite direction from where, where you should be hitting. Really. Two extra corners, and then number one was Highland Motorsport Park go kart track where I went. Um, well, I bet I yeah I I, I I bet him on that again. He put he was quite good though. Mm. Um, I got my we did it one day. My lap time was fifty two seconds on the first day. My quickest one went back the next day to race my brother. And then I got now to 50 seconds. I chopped two seconds off my quickest lap time wow. on the go-karts. Wow. That's pretty impressive, though. It's not bad, mate. I'll, I'll give you that, mate. I'll, I'll bloody give you that. Thank I'll you. Give you I'll give you that. Uh, but you. he's good. It was lovely to spend the week with him and the whole family. I'm feeling rest and, rested and recharged. Excellent. Is that what r stands for? I thought it was rest and relaxation. Well, I didn't say it was r I didn't say that. But you, you mentioned two R words. Ricky Riccatelli. Ricky. Oh, you <laughs> Yeah, it was my dad. Anyway, how's Snap? Old Snap. Old Daryl. Dad's the big team. Daryl Morris Herbert. Uh, he's doing good. Dad's, uh, Dad's been back on Ireland for the first time in a little while this week. He's been he's in Ireland. Uh, no, back on Ireland. Uh, Great Barrier Island, where my parents own Pigeons Lodge. Come and stay. It's a beautiful spot. Love that lodge. It's amazing. It's really nice. Great Barrier Island is fantastic. I'll take you out sometime, mate. It's, honestly, it's fantastic. Um... No, he's, he hasn't been up to much. As we saw on the Instagram, he's been doing some stretches in the lounge with the animals. Uh, well, he says it was stretches, but I... It he looked, looked passed out. It looks to me like he's just taking a nap. Perhaps he'd... Yeah, <laughs> he'd been lying there for three days. He'd had a bottle of rum. <laughs> he might be dead. Uh, no, he's um he's been doing good. Chilling out on Ireland. He's sorting out a bit of tax at the moment. Fin- end of financial year came around, and they're, they're doing all sorts of stuff because we just sold a house, and we've got family trusts and all that sort of bullshit to, tax? to deal with. What's tax? Yeah. You work for Deliver Easy, don't you? You mean to do your own tax. So, what? No, I just get money. I don't have to give money back. That's not how it works. Well, Why well, would you have to give money back after you earn money? That's not how it works. Well, um, I mean, that's how it works if you're a landlord. Roasted. Gotcha. Um, landlord, landlord, yep. roastings. No, Dad hasn't been up to much. Actually, this would be the perfect opportunity to see what Alistair's dad has been up to since he's been with him for a whole week. We'll give him another buzz back, see what he's, see what he's, see what he's doing. Um, let's see if it goes through. Hopefully that audio quality will be a bit better. Yeah, let's let's find out. Oh, that sounded good in the podcast. Alistair Etheridge, how's your your father? father? Oh, Oh, he's he's great. Yeah, what's he been up to? What's he been up to this week? Were you, just, were you just trying to say he's been doing you? No. No, I didn't say that. Oh, okay. That's kind of what I got from that. Yeah, that's that's what I inferred from, so, from what you just said. I know you're a close family. I didn't realise you were kind of... That's how they do, uh, maybe that's how they do it in England. Is that how they do it in England? Is that how it's done in England, mate? Yeah, it is. 
I know that's how, the, that's how the royal family does it. Oh, excellent. Where'd you go? Where'd you head for that, mate? Oh, excellent. And that, that'd be on Jellicoe Street, I imagine. The main street. State Hollow 2. Yeah, so, do you remember the Irish pub, Holly? Yes. Yeah, that place changed. Oh, oh, that's a bit of a shame. The old... Oh, but that's... Is the Tapuki Hotel still there, though? The, like, the pub next to it? Uh, I can't remember. It was quite dark. Because Molly's was, like, next door, and then the hotel was, like, the dirty pub yeah. where all the, like, methods and mongrel... Yeah, fuck, I love a bit of Tapuki chat on the podcast. You know, I'm actually originally from Tupuki. I say I'm from Toto, but I'm actually from Tupuki. I've never heard of Tupuki. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is a beautiful pour. Um, how are you finding the wine, Alistair? How's it going for you? What are we drinking this week as well, by the way? Mate, I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying this um, Shiraz. Wrong. Uh, uh, Pinot Gris. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Not bad. There we are. That was pretty good. That was pretty That's good. Be my uh, where, are you, where are you at the moment, mate? Where are you at the moment? Tudungi, oh beautiful spot, mate. Love, do love Tudungi, do love Tudungi as I've well. I've got a good Burger King. As Billy T used to call it, Tudungi Vice, because it used to have the highest rate of crime per capita uh, of any any centre in New Zealand. Um, Alistair, one day we'll get that title back. Yeah, can you give us a little bit of a review of some of the towns you've been through, Alistair? Can we can we get Alistair's top ten uh, small New Zealand rural towns? That's oh, fair. I that should be higher. No, I no, hate it. Should be higher. Bulls. It's just an excuse to use puns, and it's awful. Yeah, like, exactly. fantastic. They know what they are. All right, number, number nine. nine. Um, number nine is going to be Foxton. Foxton, old Foxton Fizz. Fuckle and Foxton. Fuckle and Foxton. That's Except their for slogan. Shops, the um, they've got the windmill, and they make that shitty soft drink there. All right, number eight. Exactly. Um, number eight uh, is I Happy, and then number seven is Wairu. Well, because why? Because you've got less family there. Oh, ouch. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Tai Hapi has the gumboot, but uh, but Wairu has the has the tanks. So you know, it's that's hard to beat. But a bit of militia, yeah. bit of military history. Good, a good subway in both of those. Yes, great subways in both of them. Fantastic. No, we were just talking. Every small New Zealand town has a subway and a KFC in it. It seems to be the standard practice before recording. Yeah. Um. All right. Six. Number six. Tokoroa, the oh, yes. woodcutting capital of New Zealand. Oh, yeah, that's what and, we all know. Uh, also the playground theft capital of New Zealand. Number five, Alistair. Yeah. Uh, number five, what do we got? Uh, number five is Levin. Levin. Oh. A great town. They've got a town clock. It's digitised. Wow. And it tells you the bloody temperature. That's what I like They've about got a it. big playground there, don't also, they? Also, they do. Great playground. They've got a miniature, a miniature train. Miniature train around it. Which is the true We've sign of a successful... We've seen this before. Small, small town, town you've got to have a good miniature, miniature train, train miniature railway. Train like if you don't have it, then you, what's, not, what are you doing? You're not making it onto the good small towns list. Um, no, that is great. Some of the cheapest fuel in the North Island and live in as well. That is a, that is a good centre for that. All right, what are we up to? Number, number four. four. Uh, number four, right. Uh, number four is going to be Tokoroa. Uh, Tokoroa, right? Uh, Tudongi. Great spot. What, didn't he just say Tudongi before? No, I don't think he did. Oh, wait, was Tudongi no. number 10? You said two no, he said he was in Tudungi. 
It's about to come into two dungeons. Okay, two dungeons. Very nice. Very nice. Um, what's your reason there? Is that, that because of the spectacular BK and the rock climbing wall next to the backpackers? Yeah. I thought oh, so. Yeah. Great. All right, number three. Number three. Uh, number three. You've run out of talent, haven't you? I can think of a few more. Um, I mean, I've got a couple more, but I just, just need one more. You're trying to rank them. Um, what have you got? I'll help you out. Alright, for number three, uh, we'll, we'll go with the classic, not really a town, but with Topol. Topol? It's a very small city. Yeah. Actually, I don't even know oh, if it is a city. It's, it's a town. It's, it's definitely, definitely a town. town. Oh, it's yeah. a bloody big okay. town, though. I'll give it to that. It's a, it's a nice there town. I do love Topol. The trout fishing capital of the North Island. Yeah. Uh, trout fishing capital of the South Island, or Lesser Islands, I like to call it, is Gore. The mainland. Isn't it? Gore. 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 Alright, number two, Alice. Number two, here we go. Number two and number one are actually both taken by one count. Wow. Uh, no. The mighty, mighty Martin. Martin. Oh my Ma- god. I was mighty, wondering mighty when Martin, Martin was going to pop up. No, that's a first equal. Well, actually, funny that you say that. Um, because uh, half the town calls it... Oh no, no, I'm thinking of a totally different place. Martin is good. I was thinking of, <laughs> of Sandon <laughs> and oh, Sanson. Sanson is the, yeah, half, the half the town thinks it's Sanson and the other half thinks it's Sandon. And there's, I think there was like a civil war... In the, in the 90s about that I love Martin because you don't actually have to go to Martin no because when you're going down you're going down st- State Highway there's about 20 signs that go like please turn off to Martin please do Come on turn off to Martin it's only 3k's that All right, way you know you missed that one that's okay Um, there's another exit coming up oh no you missed that you must have forgot you're, you're listening to your to your CD that's okay there's 3 more exits three more coming exits. up Please. Well, they've done a bit of, a, of a duty on anybody driving a truck or a bus down because they built a rail bridge under like four meters tall. So all oh, of so the large traffic has to divert through Martin. I think uh, that's literally what keeps the town alive. Uh, it's got everything you need as long as all you need is the somewhere. So that's why they're Exactly. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, tell us, Alistair, are you are you driving as you're talking to us or do you pull over? Uh, I am driving at the moment. You know. You're on hands-free though, right? Uh, yeah. Hmm, that didn't sound very convincing. I'm going to call up 10-5 and report a dangerous drive. Oh, yeah, start triple five. All right, anyway, oh, well, um, you enjoy the rest of the trip, Alistair. We might see you later again, who knows? Uh, okay, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll catch you later, bud. Love you. Fuck, I hate that guy. Who the fuck was that oh, guy? I'm telling you. You keep producer? talking to him like you know who he is. <laughs> I've got no he idea lives who he here. is. He lives upstairs in that well, room. Well, if he lived here, he'd be here. No, but he's, he's been all... You know what? Never mind. Uh, it's time to move on to the week in sport. Dylan Harden, what's been happening in sports this week? Um, I've been out of the loop a wee bit. Yeah, uh, pretty much all I know is that the Warriors have lost again. Uh, that seems to be bad. That's not really news, though, is no, it? No, that's that's just a constant. It's kind of the status uh, quo. Constant, no, didn't they win? Constant update. Did they win? I don't think they win. Hey Siri, did the Warriors win? Just a moment. Unfortunately, it looks like the Warriors Kings game was cancelled. No, not the Golden State Warriors. No, the the good bad Warriors. Hey Siri, what happened to the mighty Vodafone Warriors? Okay. I found this on the web for what happened to the mighty Vodafone Warriors. Is she Irish? Check is this Siri Irish? Yeah, she's Irish. That's cute. I'll get her to... Hey Siri, can you sing me a song? I'd rather leave it to the professional. Hey Siri, can you please sing me a song? I'd rather leave it to the... Hey Siri, can you please sing me a song? Okay. If you insist, wow. I could while away the hours. 
conferring with the flowers, consulting with the rain, and my head I'd be scratching, while my thoughts were busy hatching, if I only had a... Hey, wait a second. Oh, that was beautiful. Wow. I'm not sure I understand. Okay. <laughs> So that was the week in sport. Week in sport. Warriors doing bad. Um, actually, I think Arsenal won the the something or other cup. Alistair's not here to tell us. Um, <laughs> He's really itching to I think talk about I that. I think it's like the oldest... Whoever he may be. The oldest football game and like tournament in English history. Well, it's it's been running for 300 years. Yeah, or like 400 years or wow. something. Um, anyway, but, I think we could uh, go on to uh, probably the next fan favourite segment. Well, all of them are, really. Yeah, I mean, you guys love bloody... And uh, take a bloody walk down Facebook memory lane. Facebook memory lane. There's a time in every boy's life When he must look down Facebook memory lane. What's been happening in the Facebook memories, mate? Give well, it, it was a busy day for me throughout the years. We've got 2014, 2013, 2012, 2012, 2011. Give it to me. Uh, let's go 2011 first. Uh, 6th of August, 2011. I go, had our hardest game today. Nelson put up a good match, but we got there. Finals next. Got to the finals. What were you talking about there? Finals, um, of, what? finals of Joe? Of Joe? Yeah, it might have been from Joe. Uh, oh, apparently the score was 36-26. That's quite, quite a big score. Joe Mama. Uh, 6th of August 2012, um, <laughs> here I come with a, my night is complete, Sandra Bullock rom-com on soon. Wow, uh, what, what Sandra Bullock rom-com was God, that? I'm not was sure, that, quite uh, sure. Uh, what is she in Legally Blonde? No, um, Miss Congeniality, that's, that's a, a great, great film. I love Miss Congeniality. I think it might have been that one where she like is obsessed with like this news reporter guy. Where she coaches the football team. That's a rom-com, isn't it? No, not The Blind Side. The Blind Side? I, I found that hilarious and romantic. 6th uh, of August 2012, same day. Uh, status from me. Mum's top five cutest guys. Brad Pitt, Zac Efron, Matthew McConaughey and me. I was ranked number five there, obviously. One, that's a bit creepy. And two, Zac Efron is also a bit creepy because he would have been like 18 when she made that list. Oh, uh, no, he'd be older. Your mum's a bit of a 2012. 2012? Well, you, you, keep, you keep doing your memories. I'm going to find out when Zac Efron was born. And and that's only four people, as someone commented and... Anyway, and, 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 and picked out someone said, that's only four. I'm guessing Ricky is number one. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. And uh, one more. Uh, 6th of August 2013. Seeing someone who picked up your gun after dying in Call of Duty, one of the most humbling moments in life. Oh, beautiful. Because I used to play a lot of, uh, a lot of Black Ops 2. Black Ops 2? You were on an M-Dub fan? I was a bit of an old M-Dub 2 fan back in the day. The well, actually, that, that was only like the first Call of Duty gun we ever played. I wasn't really into it. No. Um, because like, I put a lot of work into that gun, and someone picks it up after you died, they recognise yeah. it. I put all that, oh, nice. that pink spray paint on there. Oh, it's, uh, it's great. Nice. Um, yeah, uh... Uh, is it, is it, that's your cue for me to start on my Facebook memories, is it, mate? Yeah, you go. Um, okay, I've got a bit of a weird one. You remember when like was a like was a big thing? Oh my god, it was like for like god, the worst thing ever. I, I should, we should do one. We should do one on the on the one of the week Instagram. Anyway, uh, six years ago on this day, um, I got a I got a, a post on my page from Dominic Swinkley Abbott, and he said, Adam. Oh, Domo. I like how you are in drama, and apparently really good. Tongue poking out face. I like how you are pretty cool, and have nice skin. 
<laughs> Sorry, excuse me? That's what it says. Um, you it, have pretty skin? Uh, no, you have nice skin. You're pretty cool and you have nice skin. Still, uh, and then sorry, I like still, how you could bit. be head prefect, I reckon. Uh, maybe Dom had how a bit did of that a go? Did you get head prefect? No, I was just a normal prefect. I was an arts prefect. We just fucked around. Um, so you, you didn't really, that doesn't really count. Though, just a normal it? prefect, really. Arts, no, but you um, know about arts. That's kind of lesser than a normal shut prefect. Shut the fuck up. Uh, eight years ago on this day, I got a beautiful post on my page uh, from one of my brother's friends, Ed Linton. Um, huge fan of the podcast. Uh, 6th of August, 2012, and uh, he just posted, Kill Yourself. Fuck. It's got one like. Uh, it's from my brother's girlfriend at the time. She seems to be quite active in your, a lot of your Facebook memories. Is your, your brother's former girlfriend. It's a bit pesty, isn't it? A little bit weird. Vod, she, did ask, she was quite supportive of you ending your life there. If you're listening to this. Yeah, like. Well, I think that was before Facebook had introduced any sort of reactions, so that's the only thing you could give a post. But still, um, I mean, she didn't leave a comment denouncing that, did she? Uh, no, no. So there was one, one, uh, two comments. One from me saying, no you. Uh, and then Ed came back with, I'll eat your pana and teeth in your skull, motherfucker. So I think I might have had the next day off. This was school. a big day for you. So I was too you afraid. Made a few enemies. I too think, afraid. Yeah. Well, actually, that that Von, my brother's ex girlfriend, she posted on my page as well, uh, but a couple of days before that, uh, yeah. still an early August memory, uh, and she said, "Adam, uh, how come if your family is not religious, your name is Adam when it's from the Bible?" Ha 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 ha. You mean like 90% of white names. Uh, from the Bible. It was every Benjamin. All of the common ones. Every... Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. Exactly. Look, there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just, I just, I just responded with, um, I, I think they just liked the name. Was, was I think that's comment. pretty fair. That's a fair response. But that's a good question. Why aren't you religious? Why aren't go. I religious? Religion talk. Uh, well, I, I'm actually, I'm a member of my own religion. Uh, I'm a flat earther is, is what I regard as my religion. Uh, we worship uh, wide Jesus. Yeah, yeah, wide Earth, wide Jesus. Um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, moving on from that, I think it's time for a bit of a movie pitch. Actually, we do love pitching. Do love pitching movies here on this podcast. Um, no, none of them have actually been picked up by big Hollywood producers so yet. far. I think we've got a few on the can. Yeah, exactly. That's all. It's so, the, I think we've put out a few good ideas. Can. I think they'll exactly. be coming out pretty soon. Pretty soon. Um, well, uh, well uh, you were talking to me just before the podcast, mate, about this huge movie idea that you've got. Yeah. And uh, I know it's I know it's a favourite of yours, and I know yeah, that is. you know exactly what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I do. Uh, and I know that you are a massive fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I couldn't be a bigger fan. Are you not? And, uh, Donnie, Raph, Leo, Mikey. Exactly. And Ratman. Uh, do you mean Ra- uh, Master Splinter? Splinter, that's it. Yes, yes. So what did you say? Razor. <laughs> Razor. Oh, no. Splinter, Razor. Anyway, look, this is your movie pitch, mate. Um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles... And, uh, of course, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah. we want to bring this into the 20th century. The 20th? Uh, the 21st century. No, we're bringing it into the 20th century. We've already done movies in the 20th century. I'm talking the early 20th century. The early 1900s? The early 1900s, exactly. Okay. Uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles... In World War One. Well, of course. What were you going to say? No, that's it. I mean, okay. it's, it's your pitch. You were telling me about it earlier. I, I the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, 1914. Go. <coughs> Alright, I'm ready. <coughs> Hello. Was your intro. Oh. <coughs> Hello, uh, can I come in? Ah, oh, you can come into my room, laddie. 
Cool. I hope, I, I hope you didn't um, get disturbed by us. Just doing my little uh, vocal warm-ups out there. I like to do that before a pitch because I get nervous. Oh, and I just want no, my, my that's all right. I'll, I'll do them too. Should we do them? Yo, Wimbley! That's that how we do vocal warm-ups in Scotland. Quite a bit of strain on your voice. Yeah, exactly. Well, you've got to make sure that those vocal cords are working. Do you want to try harmonise with me? Yeah, all right. All right. Oh. 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 I think we need to work on that a bit. That's all right. We can do that after the after the pitch. Anyway, I uh, I understand that you. So been... your name was? Uh, my name is is Seamus McShamison. I'm not going to call you that. That's all right. You can just call me Seamus. I'm not going to call you that. Oh right. well, what are you going to call me, lad? This is an interview technique I've been working on. You don't call the interviewer by their real name. You call them. Uh, by a made up name so I'm going to call you Gareth Gareth oh, I mean Gareth <laughs> you're going to call me Gareth see I like Bestowing it someone with a name changes their personality it absolutely does so I, if I give you another name it probably might change your accent again uh, I probably don't think it might I mean, you can only do <laughs> we'll see later yeah anyway so Gareth yes my name's Gareth apparently even though my name's Seamus but yeah hey, how me, dare you give me Gareth sorry my name's Gareth you just listen, mate. I understand. You sent me. You sent me a fax earlier today saying that you got you got you a movie to pitch to me. So I'd love to hear your movie pitch idea. I know you would. I knew. I'm that, strong. I know I'm strong arming this interview, and it's going to go my way. Okay. Well, you bloody just give it to me, all right? I'm I'm here. I'm I waiting. will give it to I'm you. I'm listening to you. Give it to me. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Heroes in a half shell. Turtle power. I used to watch that show on television back in the day. Guess what? What? It's coming to the big screen. You're joking! For the 17th time. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I've already seen a couple of... Forget what Ninja you know about maybe. the Teenage Mutant Needle Teetles, okay? Yeah, oh, I've They're gone. It. I don't even know who... Who are you? What are you doing here? Oh my god. Gareth, it's me! Oh, Gareth! Sorry. I've got a bit of dementia there. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Um, no, you're right. So, so, originally, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are named after are Renaissance they? artists. They are. Michelangelo, Leonardo, Donatello, and uh, Raphael. I thought they were named after poets. You know, Maya Angelou, um, and the rest. Well, oh, who are the rest? Gareth? I think they're all Maya Angelou, actually. Okay, okay. Maya Angelou, Ernest Hemingway, uh, William Shakespeare, and... Uh, 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 did I say Ernest Hemingway? Yeah, I did, didn't I? Well, we're uh, we're getting rid of those names. They've got new Lewis names Carroll. now. Did he do poems? Probably. All right. We've got new names now, Gareth. Give them, give them to me. Lay them on me. Okay. So these guys, these I, new turtles, I, are going to be named I, after um, after famous actors. Famous actors. I love of, it. Of the nineteen nineties. Of course, they were the leader of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I, Keanu. Keanu. After um, after my friend that I went to primary school with, Keanu Ribery. No, I don't know him. It's oh. Keanu Reeves. Oh, Keanu Reeves. Sorry, I'm such an idiot. All right, Keanu Reeves. I like it. Okay, like and it then the lot. second one is a big star from the nineties. Um, we're gonna go with um, uh, Arnold's Arnold. Arnold Arnold. <laughs> Arnold. No, Arnold's Arnold. Arnold's Arnold. Uh, after Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger. He did a lot of movies in the 90s and, yes, and the did. 80s, but we're going with 90s Arnold. All right, fantastic. I would actually say he peaked. So he's 
Arnold's Arnold is kind of he takes on the red one. He's he's kind of the abrasive, um, pu- um, you know, punch, punch first, questions later, like as it. opposed to uh, questions Keanu, first, the leader. And he punches later. Yeah. Oh, no. No. No, they come so simultaneously. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Uh, the third one. Third one. We have is uh, Bart. Bart. After Bart Simpson. I don't think he's an actor. Well, he's in a show. Oh. It's Bart. And then the fifth, the fourth and final one. Aye. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Who's your favourite star from the 90s? My favourite star from the 90s yeah. has to be Matt LeBlanc. Who, well. Who played Joey Triviani on Friends. Well, we couldn't get him. So we've got Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry. Well, arguably better. Matthew Perry, Bart Simpson, Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger, Keanu Reeves no. are the new turtles. Is this? Are they just voicing the turtles? No, or are they doing a live action. They're, it's we're painting them green. Oh, I love it! But but, but it's Simpson is a playing... car- fictional cartoon character. So how's he going to? Excuse me? How's he, Bart, Bart Simpson? You're coming to my interview. No, I'm sorry. I'm sure you're going to tell me. My pitch? Me, Matt, I'm, I'm here. I'm listening. I'm, I'm, I'm all ears. Look at me. I'm a giant ear. Give it to me. That's true. Okay. All right. So, World War One has been raging on for years. The Great War, as it was called at the time. I didn't find it great, do you? Oh, it's pretty, pretty awesome in my books. How I mean, did Scotland fare? I don't think we did anything, to be honest. That's why it was great, wasn't it? I mean, pretty good. Jeremy near lost. And, uh, yeah, what did you do, though? Me? Because I'll tell you what the Ninja Turtles did. Well, I was born in about 70 years. Have you heard of Gallipoli? Uh, yeah, I know that place. It's in Turkey. Yeah? Aye. Well, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Aye. teamed up with the Australia New Zealand Army Corps. 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 Yeah. The Anzacs. The Anzacs. I, I do know the Anzacs. Okay. Yeah, I'm familiar. They single-handedly mm. are going to go on and save 1,000 lives, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 1,000 lives. It would have been much worse if the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles weren't there. I know it was it was a botched It was a botched. Um, was a campaign. bit of a massacre anyway, wasn't it? It was. Aye. But the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Keanu, Aye. Matthew Perry, Aye. Arnold Arnolds, Aye. And whoever else I said on that other one. Bart Simpson. Yeah, Bart Simpson. You were listening. That was a test. Thank you. So, it's landing on beach day. It's D-Day. It's Gallipoli's D-Day. Gallipoli Day. Gallipoli Day. G-Day. They land on the beach. Things are going horribly. Naturally. And I'm sad to say that we have to kill one right off the bat to make them care. (laughs) Who are you killing? Bart Simpson gets killed. Right I, I thought he would have been the most indispensable uh, no. teenage mutant ninja turtle, being the only one close to being a teenager at all. He gets a shell. A massive shell. He's already his wearing a shell. Don't make me fucking say this again to you, Gareth. This is my interview. You don't talk back like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. You know full well what I fucking meant. He gets he gets an artillery shell and Thank it you. explodes him. But mm. he's not out of the movie. Oh, for the rest of the movie, I like it. He does the director's commentary. Yes, from his head is still alive because don't you know that turtles can live for um, up to three months 
with their heads. I think I severed. did know that. I watched yeah. that on uh, Watch Mojo top ten animals that can live uh, without without yeah. a body. So uh, the detached uh, Bart turtle is going to be hanging from the belt of Keanu. Of course. Okay. I love it. You love it. I love it so far. Anyway, fast forward. Um, it's the battle's been raging on for for mm. hours or days, mm. however long it went. Mm. Uh, the turtles have advanced. Um, they've led the allies up to safety a wee bit. Some of them escaped. Lots of death. It's grim. But we get to the top of the cliffs. Aye. The Turks are there. Bloody typical. You know what happens next? The nemesis. Their nemesis. And also 90s star shows up. And he gives them the arse cracking of the bloody 1918, doesn't he? He does. And do you know who that is? I think I do. 90s Tom Cruise. I was actually going to say that. No, you weren't. I was. No, you weren't. We're on the same wavelength, mate. You bloody... You're inside my head now. No! Sorry, I was... This is my interview! I was going to say Tim Allen from Home Improvement. (laughs) What a racist... uh, Not racist. What a sexist show, by the way. It's actually... I've really watched it recently. He's quite impressive of his wife. It's very bad. He's a nasty man. I don't like it. Anyway, carrying on. Uh, Tom Cruise shows up. With his companion, Nicole Tim the Tall Kidman. Man Taylor. Oh, aye, aye. With his companion, aye. Nicole Kidman. Of course! That makes perfect sense. So, now we have a standoff. It's three versus three. Well, three and a half. Keanu, we have left. We also have Arnold Arnolds. <laughs> and we also have Matthew Perry. Old MP, my favourite. He's the purple one. Yes. So now they are against Tom Cruise, Aye. Tim the Tall Man Taylor in character, and Nicole Kidman. And what do you think happens next? World peace. That's incredible. We're going alternate history. I love it. Okay, they form one super team, alright? And they're called the League of Nations. I mean, didn't the League of Nations fail to do anything of, of any, like... Okay, scratch that. They form a wrestling stable called Degeneration X. I love it. I love it. Tell you what, mate. Come here to shake my hand. You, you are a beautiful man with beautiful endowments. And you... Oh, have, sorry, I'll put that away. <laughs> you have just sold a bloody movie. I'm telling you that. We're taking this to Hollywood, mate. We're putting it on the big screen. This is going to be out as soon as COVID is over. I'm, I'm calling up Matthew Perry. I'm calling up Keanu Reeves. I've already got them. They're out here. Oh, true. I can see them through the window there. Do you guys want to come in? Get in, mate. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Come inside. Come yeah. on. Oh, Keanu. What do you want to... You want to say something? Yeah. Oh, wow. Keanu. Um, oh. I loved you in uh, Bill and Ted's uh, Wild Adventures. Didn't I? Uh, oh, Arnold, you, got the, you got the name wrong. Arnold, sure. mate, you're a big man. How you been doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. You it's sa- Arnold Arnold. Sound a bit off, Arnold. <laughs> Hold on. No, no, no. I think... I think I'm, I, I'm a bit sick. I think he's a bit... I'm a bit sick today. I've got a cold. <laughs> Still not very good, Arnold. I know I'm very sick. <laughs> Hold on. I think he's about, I think he's about to speak again. 
Yes, I'm very excited to be a part of this movie. Yeah, I, I love Hollywood. I love turtles. It's, it's the best time. I'm going to have a fantastic time. Matthew Perry, stop Arnold's. doing an impression of Arnold Arnold's. Ah, uh, well, uh, you know me. I uh, I just I just love uh, doing impressions and uh, being an alcoholic. <laughs> kind of like a budget James Woods when you think about it. Whoa, I, it was just uh, awesome to have you in the studio. Uh, yeah, it's good to be here. Oh, you sound awful again, Arnold. I found better than I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, get out of my studio. I've got other meetings to do here, okay? I'll, Who's I'll, coming in next? I'll fax you. Uh, next, I've got um, I've got uh, Andy Warhol is coming in. Um, he's, he's actually not dead. Is he not? No, he faked his death so he could eat Campbell's soup in peace. There he is now, <laughs> disguised as a cat. <laughs> well, the real thing is... Oh my god. I was Andy Warhol. That's incredible. Well, the real thing is... I was uh, Tom Cruise. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> well, the real thing was... It's me, Xenu. Yeah, well, you think I'm Tom Cruise? I'm actually... Christopher Walken, uh, listen, mate, I think that we've overstayed our welcome. Did you call me mate? I don't think... That's not Christopher Walken. Uh, that right. must be... <laughs> Steve Ewan, how the bloody hell you going? You know, I'm actually, uh, I, I go on uh, Triple J every now and again. Uh, anyway, mate... Well, you're Steve Ewan. I'm Steve Ewan. Well, I'm... I'm Bindi Ewan. I'm oh. your daughter. <laughs> well, uh, prepare to not have a father anymore, because this bit's over. Wow, what a movie pitch. Yes, there was a few characters there. <laughs> a few characters that just, just found their way into the mix. Uh, that was amazing. Uh, great movie. Can't wait to see that one in Hollywood. Uh, what was it again? T uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1918. You said 14, wasn't I said 18. It? That was when Gallipoli happened. 18, yeah. Well, it got changed. 1918. Yeah, we upped out of that. Um, what do we think about the wine, mate? I, I don't have a bad thing to say about this. No, it's still... Like, we've been drinking it slowly. Yeah. It's not a wine that demands to be drinking quickly no, or slowly. And also, we don't have two bottles that we're trying to smash through no. in an hour. So. It, it allows you to drink it at your own pace. Yeah. Um, it allows you to taste the tastes it um, no, it's, and enjoy it. It is a really nice you wine. You could drink it fast, you could drink it slow. Um, again, I'll give that to you again. It is the Carrick uh, Pinot Gris. It's a Central Otago 2018. Um, how much did this bottle set you back, mate? Oh, I can't remember. No? Well, what do you think? Is it in the 20s, 30s, 40s? Probably. Somewhere in between 20 and 40. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, well, anyway, mate, uh, where can I find you on Instagram, Dylan Hutton? You can find me at radicooldude69. That's um, two zeros in cool, mm -hmm. two zeros in dude with an underscore in between. Where can we find you on Instagram? Uh, mate, you can find me on Instagram at uh, dwntwnpunk. We've just got Alistair on the line here. Alistair, mate, where can we find you on Instagram? Oh, you can find me wherever you bloody love. Yeah, where, where can we find you on Instagram, and, mate? At Oh, no, the connection cut out. Um, oh, well, oh, it's a bloody shame. Anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in again. Also, uh, find us uh, collectively on Wine and the Week on Instagram. On Instagram, send us an email at wineandtheweek. If you've got any questions, any movies oh, actually, you want pitched. Um, I need to give a, a, a quick little shout-out. Um, Dylan Hutton, what do you think about VB, mate? VB? VB. The beer? Yeah. Victoria Bitters? Victoria Bitters, Mother's Milk, the very best. Um, I would say it's 
humanity has peaked when we created that liquid yep. and everything has gone downhill since it is the best beer excellent no that is that is the best beer and i think my cousin Trav, uh my cousin Trav would agree uh and i'd also just like to comment on the vl commodore what a bloody masterpiece of australian engineering was beautiful that was, mate. i actually think that might have been the model of commodore that they um they offered uh you could yeah yeah it was uh, so either they either gave you a, a holden v8 engine yep but you could get it with a with a Nissan Skyline engine with a turbo on it, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Uh, so people whack like actual Skyline GTR twin turbo engines in them, and they fucking go. Uh, a couple more shout outs before we go. Uh, Angus Long, Angus Long, Angus Long. we can't have a podcast without you, mate. Can't do it without, we'll have to have we you on the show. You know you're Absolutely love you, mate. You're a good man. Uh, and we also just want to give a shout out to our good mate Chad, who gave us a follow on Chad, Instagram. Chad recently. Brightman, follow him on Twitter, uh, on uh, um, Instagram at Brightman Chad. Brightman Chad. Uh, he seems like a really interesting guy. He's got a lot of stuff going on. Peepers bio. It's interesting. That's all <laughs> it's, I'll say. it's a great bio, Chad. That's all um, I know that you're a huge fan of the podcast and you listen to all of our episodes. We would really love to have you on. Give you a phone call at our expense, of course. Um, we we're really interested to talk to you about 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 just what you're about, mate. We love you, and like we I really. Think he's American is he not? I don't know. Uh, anyway, we really. Chad is a very American name. Oh, he's Maybe from he's... he's from Ontario. Oh, he's Canadian. Yeah, Canadian. great. I love it. Um, Commonwealth King. Uh, no, we'd we'd love to have you on the show. We love your support. Um, we'll fly you over. It really is good. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening in. Uh, we hope we hope you have a have a pleasant. We've also got Mojo here. Do you want to add anything, Mojo? Well, let's, let's get some let's get some mojo sounds in there again. Wow, he's, he's really peeking the microphone with his purse there. Yeah, that was decadent. Um, I'm going to read us out with a poem as well. Oh yeah, it must be your turn. Yeah, it's what have you got for us? My turn to read a poem. Andy Warhol one. An Andy Warhol poem. Uh, yeah, I've got an Andy Warhol poem coming right up for you, mate. Does he work poems? Uh, Can you just um, Google search nice poems? Because I I really love that one that Alistair did last week. Nice poems. I mean, I don't know who Alistair is. No, no, exactly. Um, Oh, mice is the top one again. I'll scroll down a little (laughs) bit. Um, Mojo would like the one about mice. Wouldn't you, buddy? All right, here we are. Courage. Mm -hmm. Carelessly over the plain away whereby the boldest man no path cut before thou canst discern make thy make for thyself a path silence loved one my heart crackling let it not break breaking break not with thee by johann wolfgang van gotthi kia kaha new zealand yeah, thanks, New Zealand, on it.